Other than the fact that, uh, well, I've just been a lazy piece of shit. Decided to take some uh, downtime. Pack on about 20 pounds. Eat like shit. Take horrible uh, care of myself. Physically. And... As the cliche goes, it's New Year's Eve, and 2023 is part of the New Year's uh, resolution, all that bullshit, which anyone who listens to this podcast knows I don't subscribe to that. It just so happens that I'm uh, starting to live hard program again tomorrow, and although I've been doing... Uh, uh, workouts here and there. I haven't been consistent at all. And that's the truth. The fact that I'm starting tomorrow doesn't really correlate with uh, the fact that it's going to be 2023. It's a simple fact that if I wanted to mix it up a little bit this year and see how hard I can go, how much weight I can drop. How many books I can read. I think year one, we're at 57 books. Year two, which technically ends, well, the program ended in September, but the calendar year with it ending today, I'm finishing up book number 62, which I will get done today. And I'll set a new goal for 2023 of 70 books. Because despite the fact that I read 62, well, 61 and three quarters so far, it also takes into account that there was a good four or five weeks where I didn't read it all. Well, I read a page or two here and there. And the beautiful thing about the, the program, what I've learned, I think anybody else who has truly done the program will attest to as well is a simple fact that once you do the program you know exactly what you need to do to get the most out of it right each year each time each phase I push myself a little bit harder in preparation for year three which quite frankly is going to be the biggest year yet and when I say I've, you know, kind of get, gotten lazy, I still say not lazy. It's probably better than a lot of people out there is working hard, whatever it is. There's a couple other people that are going to be joining 
with me to start them off. So I'm excited for that. A couple of already done it. A couple of happened. But the fact of the matter is there's, there's really no better time than the present to get started on something. Right, so I know I'm probably sending mixed messages. Being that I'm starting tomorrow and not starting today. But I intend to have a couple cocktails today. And then uh, I'll start the program 4.30 tomorrow morning. And uh, I'm actually going to put a little different spin on it this year. Just uh, again, the purpose of the program is to kind of push yourself further and further and uh, make yourself more uncomfortable which by default you're actually making yourself more comfortable but my intention this year is during the 75 hard version I will be adding some additional tasks in there uh, so I'm going to combine phase one and phase three into 75 hard and the reason I'm doing that is, quite frankly, you should be doing all those things every day already. And if you, if you are doing them every day, I think that mentally you're just indestructible. And I've been consistent with pretty much everything except got a little sloppy with the diet and a little sloppy with the working out. But everything else I've done every single day for two years now. I guess the other difference is I'm um, introducing some more supplements. Um, and that's kind of what I've been doing the last couple months is I've been toying around with you know, different first form products just so that I can uh, you know, speak to people when I sell it to them on the pros and cons of what I experienced. Right, different flavors and you know different peak performances for different things and while I will say that the one constant that has kind of remained throughout the whole thing is my quest to consistently get better be the best version of myself in all aspects you know from a work standpoint from a father standpoint from a husband's standpoint, the world is still just as fucked up as it was when we decided to go on this whole endeavor. When I look at what Nate and I have done over the last couple years, from podcast to consulting to to quite frankly just, just trying to give back more and the crazy thing is nothing's really sacrificed from all the additional things you know and I know a lot of you try to downplay the program and say it's crazy and you can't do it and quite frankly anybody who says they can't do it you're the ones that need to do it Right, anyone who says they cannot give up drinking alcohol for 75 days, that's just proof that you need to start the program. 
Don't think about it, just do it. It certainly uh, made me uh, a better person, much more confident person. Not that I was lacking confidence to begin with, but it's allowed me to help instill confidence in more people. It's allowed me to help show other people that you know, within within themselves, they actually have the power to, quite frankly, accomplish anything. Right? There's an old saying of those who think they can't and those who think they can are both correct. And I'm living proof of it. There's things that I've done over the last two years that I hadn't done in ten years. I didn't think I'd ever be able to do the job. At 44 years old, you know, the, the excuse is always, ah, oh, the body breaks down, there's things you can't do. The truth of the matter is, you don't have to go from zero to 60 overnight. You just got to take that first step. Right? True to uh, Andy himself, I mean, the way I got started on it was 60-pound weight vest and walking. Alright, some people call it rocking. You call it whatever the fuck you want. It's walking with 60 pounds of weight on you. And if you just do that twice a day for 45 minutes while you're getting started, eventually you're going to have that need internally to push yourself further. Alright, maybe I can start jogging with the weight vest. Maybe you're doing push-ups and pull-ups with the weight vest. Maybe you're doing everything combined. The human body is an amazing thing. And if you just give it a chance to use that thing that carries your mind in, I think you'd be amazed what you can accomplish and what you can do. There's a lot of people that like to play that victim card. They like to feel sorry for themselves. They like to say, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I wish I had time to do that. Right? We all have the same amount of time in any given day. Every one of us is 24 hours per day. What you find is the winners and the losers in life, they look at those 24 hours completely different. Right, Maxis Aurelius, or, sorry, Marcus Aurelius. You know, he's he's known for saying on those cold mornings when he didn't want to get out of bed, he wanted to stay under the covers. He, he questioned himself, is this what I was created for? Right, I'm telling you right now, no human being was created to, to lay in bed for an extended amount of time. Right, get your sleep. Right, get your six to eight hours sleep, whatever it is that you need, and then get up and go. And again, sometimes I feel like I'm a walking encyclopedia after reading all these books. But the one consistent message in just about all of them is that you have the power. You have the ability to choose. You have the, the ability to act. And quite frankly, 
Most people don't do it. They talk about it. I mean, hell, for all you know, I could be saying that I'm going to start the program tomorrow, and then I don't go through with it. But I think anybody who listens to this podcast or anybody that knows me personally, you know damn well I'm going to do this fucking program again. Because I live it and breathe it. And it truly changed my life. For the better. Right? I even had a buddy make a shirt for me that says, Unfuckable. Because that's truly what I feel. I feel like I'm unfuckable. Not saying there's not people out there that are better than me. Because there's a fuck ton of them. And I look up to all those guys and gals that are better than me. And I've had the honor and privilege to meet a bunch of people that are better than me. Because I seek those people out. Alright, I don't want to be the, the smartest person. I don't want to be the strongest person. Or the best person. I want to be the best me. The strongest me. The richest person that I can be. Because that's, that's what it's all about. Alright, your pace car is you. It's not the, the, the person to the left or the right of you. It's you. Right? If you're, as we wrap up 2022, if you're in a position that you don't like, there's only one person to blame for that, and it's you. Because no one else has that much power or control over your life. The only time that happens is when you allow somebody to have that control over you. My wife and I, one of our mottos for this year is, if it's not, if it's not going to make us better as a person, then get it the fuck away from us. Right? That goes for purchases, but most importantly, that goes for people. Right? Quite frankly, if you're not trying to better yourself... I don't want you around me. And that's the truth. You know, I would say 2022 was probably the year of authenticity for me. Right? It was beating me all the time in any situation, no matter whoever's around, no matter what crossroads I found myself in. And what I found was Life's a hell of a lot more fun, and it's a hell of a lot easier, and people want to be around you more when you're just you. Right? Because if people don't accept you for who you are, and you know you're a decent human being, fuck them. But you guys have heard the rants, doing the whole COVID crap and the masking thing, and you know, my kids being threatened, suspended, you know, for, for not wearing masks, but for every other thing, being upstanding human beings, for, for standing up for what they believe in, my kids aren't the problem. Those people are the problem. 
right? All the parents that sat on the sideline and just allowed things to happen to their kids. Well, the parents that just, behind the scenes, they were your biggest backer. But when it came taking an actual stand and showing a little bit of courage and a little bit of integrity, kind of like a dog that's shit on the rug, looking down at the ground, like, oh, oh that's not me. I don't want to get in trouble. Or I don't want to upset people or offend people. And the truth of the matter is, if you feel strongly enough about something and you don't say something, that's offensive. Right? Especially in, in today's world, this woke culture. It's not real. This whole culture is not real. Because all these Muppets that are parading around about different rights for different groups, they don't even mean it. Right? They're the people that nobody wanted to be around in the first place. So they're just trying to appease people thinking they'll like them. It's kind of like, uh, like when you were in high school and everybody had those, those friends, maybe middle school and elementary school, mostly high school. Everybody had those friends that had a ton of money, right? Wealthy parents. Nobody could stand, nobody could stand the kids themselves. But because they had money, everybody wanted to be friends with them. Right? Those kids grew up. They became grown up. A lot of them probably very successful from a financial standpoint. But they can't find a spouse. They don't have any true friends. Nobody that truly likes them for who they are. Right? It's like all the sugar mamas out there. And sugar daddies. You know, if you're some 85-year-old man with a lot of money... If some 26-year-old hot chick wants to marry you, trust me, it's not because of you, man. It's not because you're such a good person. It's because they look at it as an investment. They look at it as, all right, so i got to spend four years, maybe five years with this miserable old fuck, and then I'll get all his money. And then I can marry the person that I truly love and I'm wealthy. Right? Not everything is worth what it seems. And I think that's the that's the shame of our society right now. People will tell you one thing in your face, and the second you walk away, they're going to say something completely different. And they'll deny that they said either one. Because people are non-committal. Right? It's like... Uh, for a man, actually, when's the last time you heard, on average, right, it happens, but when's the last time you heard multiple men on any given day tell other men and other people how much they love their wife? Not a whole lot. And why is that? Right? It doesn't make sense to me. Because people want to stamp out, you know, the whole toxic masculinity crap. 
and it's under a false pretense. Because to me, being a masculine man, it means that you love your wife. You're the provider of your family. Financially, mentally, emotionally, physically. Right? Someone breaks in your house. It's up to you to defend your family. Some 61-year-old fucking pervert is hitting on your daughter. It's up to you to stop that shit. Not on anybody else's shoulders, but yours. And the problem is that our society is full of a bunch of grown-up little boys. Right? 30-year-old boys. 40, 50, 60-year-old boys. And I've said it on podcasts in the past. I'll say it again. Fellas, chicks don't like that. Chicks don't like a man that they have to protect and take care of and defend and make excuses for. You want to be the kind of man that when your wife is hanging out with all her friends and they all start bashing their husbands, that your wife is the one telling them how awesome you are. And not because they think they have to, but because it's true. I've told you guys multiple times that my wife is my biggest cheerleader in the world. My mother too. But my wife is my biggest cheerleader on a day-to-day basis. Both to me and to others. There's not a marketing firm in this world that can sell me better than her. And it's because it's the truth. Because she knows I have her back no matter what. She knows I'll be beside her for the rest of eternity. And for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know when I put that little thing up by Tom McDonald and his new song, Ghost, that song he wrote captures how I feel about her almost entirely. I feel a little bit stronger than that song can do, but... Bottom line is, it's the last day of 2022. You can wait till tomorrow to get started on the right foot for 2023. But before you do that, make sure you get your ducks in a row today. Right, get up and move today. Do something today. Start writing that book. Start that company. Do whatever you need to do. 2022 was a hell of a year. 2023 is going to be a great year, too. God bless you guys. Thank you. Lies we swallowed, and I don't want.